everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And uh, thanks, Louisa, firstly, for this gorgeous book, and secondly, for joining us to, do, to talk about it and to do a bit of a demo for us. So what we're going to do is, um, just after a couple of opening comments, Louisa's going to demonstrate a dish, one of those. I hope you've had a taste on the way in. The reason, Nikki, that we were laughing and smiling wasn't necessarily the wine. It was the chocolate brownies. <laughs> I don't know if you caught them on the way in. If you didn't, you need to correct that error on the way out, please. Um, so we'll chat a little bit about what Louise is doing as a demo, and then we'll talk some more about the book, about air frying, about the ins and outs, the preheating, what does and doesn't work, lining, anything like that. And I hope you will join in the conversation. If you've got questions, we will make time at the end uh, for those as well. Um, thank you. I mean, there, there are a couple of air fryer books out there already, but most of them are American. And they're very hard to find the right ingredients and the temperatures are different and they're not quite getting the South African dining market. Whereas you open a book that has a recipe for milk tart, mulga pudding, curried mints, etc. You know you're in the right place. Louisa, how long have you been air frying and what motivated you to, to write a book about? Uh, thanks for that. Yeah, um, well, I got my air fryer quite a few years ago, um, but like everybody else, I was mainly using it for chicken, uh, you know, chips, reheating food. Um, and then slowly I started experimenting with more adventurous recipes and realizing, you know what, this is actually a real time saver. Um, and especially with the electricity problems we're having, um, you know, it's, you don't have to preheat this whole big oven, you just have your small air fryer, it's ready, you don't have to preheat it, and everything cooks so quickly, you save on electricity. So I really have started using it more. Um, yeah, and as to why we did the book, it was actually just something that um, uh, Lindy and Hannes were brainstorming about, you know, what looking at ideas for future books, and uh, I think it was one of the bookshops actually that said, oh, you know, um, there's no South African air fryer book on the market, so think about that maybe, and they suggested it to me, and I was like, wow, that's really a great idea, I think it will, I think there's a need for that. So that's how it started, and then um, I just got to just really knuckle down and start experimenting with all our local favorites. Um, because, I mean, everyone's got recipes for Bogoti and Maltet, but now with the air fryer, there are slight adjustments you've got to make and change them a little bit, and obviously cooking times change. Um, so yeah, just, just lots of experimenting, and um, I've also got those hungry teenagers in my house, so they were quite happy, they didn't mind eating 10 portions of Bogoti in a row. <laughs> um, yeah, they were quite happy, and, and that's how it came about, so yeah. I mean, you've timed it brilliantly, because I think it was about two, maybe three months ago, I suddenly started noticing that packaging on everything from Woolies meals to fish fingers to frozen pizzas, all of a sudden, where it used to offer oven instructions and microwave, it now offers air fryer as well. Yeah, and that's when you know this is no longer a fad, it's here to stay. No, I think so. I think you're right. And I mean, every single person you speak to, uh, you just start talking about an air fryer and they're like, oh, I love my air fryer. I cook everything in the air fryer. But then when you ask them, but what do you cook? Oh, I cook chicken wings. Church chips. <laughs> so yeah, I'm hoping now this will broaden their horizons. Um, and they can see there's a lot more you can do in the air fryer. You know, you can even bake, I mean, the, those uh, curry mince pies that Nikki was talking about, they actually, I, I would, that was one thing that surprised me, how beautifully pastry cooks in the air fryer. And so quick. So um, you, you really can just whip it up very quickly for a snack or for a quick meal. So yeah. 
before we wrap it on too much, let's get started with the demonstration before we forget about it entirely. Are you going to prepare what are the chicken um, yes. dishes that we tasted yeah. just now? Um, it's just called chicken tenders, and it's just a very quick and easy um, chicken breast, uh, crumb chicken breast, really. So, uh, yeah, I didn't uh, know, yeah, I didn't want to spend hours doing cooking dinners. I'm just going to show you quickly for anyone who doesn't have an airplane and doesn't know how it works, um, just how quick it can be. Okay, shall we move over to your table? I'm going to look and stalk you while you cook. got a normal air fryer but this also fits in here so if you want to use it the basket as the normal drawers type air fryers work that's how that one works but this one I'm using today uh, just because it's a bit bigger so I can do layers with the chicken so yeah just get this going so the air fryers um, I'm going to preheat it um, I prefer to preheat the stuff because then the, the uh, then it's warm as soon as you put the your food in, and especially with baking, um, I just put the time on and it's actually already started. Um, now with this particular model, it's got a little flashing light that flashes, and as soon as it stops flashing, it means it's ready. It's reached its temperature, and it will literally take about two minutes. So it's not the same as your big oven where you've got to wait 20 minutes, half an hour, you know. So I mean that is the one big bonus of the air fryer, so quick. So if you wake up on a Sunday morning craving a Woolies croissant out of the freezer, uh, yeah. you can have it in 10 minutes, not exactly. 40 minutes, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so quick and easy. And you don't have to worry about heating your whole oven up and spending all that just for four minutes of cooking for your croissant. Yeah. So, um, okay. Um, so what I'm going to do, yeah, okay. <laughs> so okay, so it's very the, the recipe I'm doing is chicken tenders. Let me just show it to you in the book. Uh, so this is just a quick um, recipe. You can do as a starter. You can do it as a snack. I mean, they did it over there with a little. You can cut the pieces smaller, so it just looks like this. Just chicken breast fillets, um, which I've cut them into strips, as you can see. Um, and instead of doing the egg and flour um, and crumbs, this is just a quicker method uh, where I use mayonnaise. And that's going to be my coating actually on the chicken. So I've just got mayonnaise and then the spices that I've used in this, um, I've got a mixture of mixed fried spice, um, paprika and some onion, um, some dried onion powder and some dried garlic powder. But you can actually, oh, I'm actually just going to add all of it. Um, you can actually use any spice you like. You can use in here, you could use a curry a curry masala, you could use a Portuguese chicken spice, you could use a, um, even like a Moroccan spice blend, really anything you like. I mean, you just it it smells amazing. Yeah. And this, one, this is one of the kids' favorites. You can ask Michael, he'll, he's here, he'll vouch for it. 
they go crazy for this. So, um, okay, so then I'm just going to dip the chicken breast into the mayonnaise. Um, okay, so you're coating that quite substantially. Obviously, you want the crumb yeah, to stick yeah. all over the layer. Exactly, and then from there it goes into the panko breadcrumbs. So panko breadcrumbs are just um, it's Japanese breadcrumbs. They just I find them I really like them because they're crunchier and lighter than normal breadcrumbs. But you can use normal breadcrumbs. You can even use cornflakes. You just crush the cornflakes up. That also makes a nice crunchy coating. But yeah, you want to coat, coat it nicely with the layer just to so that the um, crumbs stick nicely. So, yeah. Use your fingers. Sorry for my, sorry for my fingers. I will wash my hands when I'm back. And this takes um, six to eight minutes, depending on which air fryer you have. I do find that some of the models, I mean, there's such a big range of air fryers on the market, so they do, not all of them are exactly the same. So I do say in the book as well, you've just got to really experiment. The times I give out a guide. So if you see, okay, you open it up after six minutes and you can see it's still a little bit, you know, you'd like it a bit more bold and a bit more crunchy, you just close the door and, and carry on cooking for another two minutes. So it's really um, very easy. Do you consider a particular wattage of an air fryer when you buy one, or do you just, is that something to think about? Um, well, I'm, I'm not very technologically like, advantage. Uh, <laughs> I see what this one is. So I don't know. I don't even know where to look for it. So. <laughs> I think I think the thing you must consider it's already it has reached its temperature. So I'm actually already going to put these in. And uh, let me just open it. And they they they're a lot less daunting than a big oven. Because it, it actually switches off when you open it. So I think that's why teenagers or people that aren't really, um, you know, very brave with baking and, and stuff like that, they find the air fryer so easy to work with. So you can, okay, I didn't actually dip it in oil, but um, I've got this little um, oil sprayer, which works quite nicely. So you can just give it a few squirts. Otherwise, you just um, put a little bit of oil on your plate and just just dip it in a little bit of oil, it just makes it a little bit more crunchy. So this is one of the big health benefits of an air fryer, because an item that you would once have deep fried in litres of oil, okay, besides the cost of oil at the moment, yeah. let's not even go there, um, I've made spring rolls in the air fryer, where you literally do what you've just done and spritz, it's a total of two mils of oil over the entire batch, and they come out crispy and golden as if you had air, um, deep fried them, but with a fraction of the oil and it doesn't have that soaking in and you taste it when you bite into them. They're fresh and crunchy and light. Not no, crunchy. exactly. And I mean, that's, that's I think, originally what what the marketing sort of idea behind the air fryer was, is, is that it, it's just a lot healthier way of cooking crispy, crunchy food. So instead of having to deep fry it, it's now so easy to just, you know, the rapid heat that technology that the air fryer works with just cooks it much quicker and just seems to lock that crispness in. So yeah, that's it, it's it's really ideal for all sort all of the, all of the kind of things you would normally fry. So and especially, I mean, everybody does their chickens wool as chicken schnitzels. So this is just the. I mean, I think these taste so much nicer than the bought ones. So and I mean, it's really so quick. So you know, as soon as you've just learned a few techniques, 
you, you can really whip up your, your meals really quickly. I mean, these, for example, you can put into a, a, you buy some wraps and you make a quick little guacamole. You've got a Mexican wrap. You know, you can make some salsa. If, like I said, put some curry spice in. Then you've got a, a curry, you know, a quick curry little thing. And you can have like a little dipping sauce. It's so quick and easy. Now, you've used, is that regular canola oil or cooking oil, or have you used olive oil? No, this is just canola oil, but I mean, okay. obviously, um, you can use olive oil whenever you want, yeah, okay, whichever you like. Yeah. Just to go back to the preheating okay. issue. So, okay, you, you preheated this for a minute or two to bring it to temperature yes. beforehand, yeah. and you've said that definitely if you're baking, do that. Yes. Are there any recipes where you don't even have to bother with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're doing roasted veggies or um, potatoes or things like that, you definitely don't need to. It, it will just add an extra minute or two to your cooking time. Yeah. But I mean, um, yeah, it's no, no need to preheat for those kind of things. So, I boiled an egg in the air fryer this <laughs> And I have to say, I, so the recipe, it was an online recipe, because this book has really inspired me to start getting a bit more creative with it, because I was one of those chicken strips, oven chips, and heating up croissants people and my kids used it all the time but that was all I did with it. So since I've been looking through this book I've been trying to get a bit more creative and I'll talk to you about some of the recipes from your book I love. But the egg idea came across my Facebook page. I thought okay I'm going to try that and it was bring the eggs to room temperature, preheat the air fryer, then put it in. And it was quarter past seven and there wasn't time for any of that. So I took an egg out of the fridge, straight into the air fryer, unheated, did what the recipe said, which was cook it at 180 for six minutes. It was perfect, absolutely perfect. As if it had been on the stove in water. You stand it for one minute to let it finish cooking. And yeah, so if anybody's got toddlers in the house, the egg and soldiers, very much easier enough. I'm definitely gonna try that for sure. And my bottle and everything, I just hold it. Yeah. Now, are you gonna turn this, Louisa? Yeah, or, yeah. So, okay. so some of the air fries, um, the other, my, the other model that I've actually used for all of these recipes, um, it's the um, the camera Aspire, and it's a, a you know, like I said, the, the draw time. Now that one actually beeps halfway through the cooking time. So if you forget, it actually reminds you, hey, it's time to turn your ingredients. So that's that's the other thing with the air fryer. It is good, especially if you're making things that are, have got crispy crunch, uh, crispy crusts, or and something that you want to brown all around, like with your roast potatoes or your, your chop or corrobos, whatever, that you do turn it because the element is at the top of the air fryer. So if you, if you don't turn it over, obviously the bottom side isn't going to get nice and brown. So yeah, I'm just keeping an eye on the time, but that some of them beep, and then that's quite useful that you just turn it over quickly. Yeah. You said earlier adjusting the cooking times on all of your standard recipes. Is there a rule of thumb that you convert it by taking 20 minutes off or 20 minutes per 500 grams or how do you work that out? Yeah, I wrote it somewhere in my book but I can't remember the exact time now. But it's in general, you actually cook at about 20 um, degrees lower. So if you would normally cook something at 180, um, then you would, oh, actually now that you say that, I've actually got the wrong temperature, yes. Um, if you would normally cook something on 180, then you um, would then do it on 160. So especially most of the bakes, they um, cook on 160. Um, so yeah, that, it's usually a little bit lower. Um, and then the cooking time is a lot less. But that's, I think, a bit of trial and error. Yeah. 
Now, I've written a question here, is the texture of an air-fried brownie the same as an oven-baked one? I have discovered for myself on the way it is, it is. Uh, in baking in particular, I mean, it's so much of it comes down to the science and the, the, the temperature and the timing being quite precise. Yeah. How much yeah. trial and error did it take on yeah. the baking dish? The baking was trickier, I will be honest with you, that is a bit trickier. Um, and especially because the air fryer has this wind that blows around as it cooks. Um, so, especially things like the cupcakes um, can go a little bit wonky, you know, they don't just stay um, a nice shape. So we found to counteract that we just covered it with aluminium foil just lightly over the top and then that kind of protected the um, cupcakes from the wind. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then the, the thing is, like I said, it's easy to just open it up and just taste. Um, I mean, the brownies, it also, you taste it, and as soon as, like this air fryer takes um, 25 minutes to cook the brownies, where my other air fryer takes 30 minutes to cook the brownies. So it is a bit of a trial and error, and you just have to see what works, how your air fryer works. Um, but the timings that I've given in the book are, are a general good guide, and then you, they might you know, change a little bit. Or tweak them for your yeah. own device. Yeah. I'm mindful of the fact that we're about a month away from Black Friday and a lot of people will probably be trying to buy theirs on Black Friday. Louisa, um, I mean, any advice on the size that you buy? Um, because there's so much variety, as you said. I'm, I'm just going to yeah. turn them. Okay. Um, okay, let me just turn them. Okay. Um, so, I use the silicone um, uh, tongs. So glad you mentioned that. It's quite important to have things just in a single layer, not yeah, some. Definitely, especially for something like this. If it's chicken wings uh, or little small sausages or something like that, then you, it doesn't matter as long as you um, give them a toss or two yeah. tosses during the cooking. But the, um, if it is something like this, then it's quite important to have it in a single layer so that they get that lovely crisp um, exterior. Yes. Um, with regards to sizes, um, I don't know if all of you have air fryers. But I, I know, I think most people, if you ask them for their advice, they'll say, buy the biggest air fryer that you, that you can afford. <laughs> they can afford <laughs> the space on the counter for because, yeah. Um, yeah, because some of them are quite small, and you, if you are, especially if you have a family of four, or you want to cook bigger things, then a, a bigger one is a little bit better. So if you, if you, yeah, if you can afford a bigger one, then that's good. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I've, I've got a, a Milex triple extra, extra okay. large, okay, which is, you can do a whole roast chicken in it, you can yep. do the chicken and the potatoes around the outside and still, I mean, it, it's, so if you have got a large family to feed, it's great. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you about the, the, the um, elements we're using, the, sorry, the accessories. So you said this okay. is a silicone coated um, tongs. Yeah. You've also in the recipe had a couple of comments about silicone mats as a lining to yeah, an air fryer. When would that be useful? I've got one here. I can show you. So this 
So these you can just buy. Um, I just got mine on tape a lot. That's just if you if you want to, um, like say you're doing a, 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 a marinated chicken and it's got a lot of yogurt or some kind of marinade and it's going to make maybe a bit of a big mess, then you can just use the mat and it just helps with cleaning. So, so I see the mat's got holes in it, yeah. so because my question was going to be, does it not interrupt the airflow, yeah, well, but that obviously can, lets the You can also the use through. the paper ones, so you get paper ones that are that same size and they also line, which actually we used quite, them quite a lot during our, when we were doing the um, cooking for the um, cookbook, okay. and I didn't find that they made a massive difference. Um, maybe with the cr something with a crumb like this, you want the, the air all around, but if it's, like I said, chicken wings or something like that, it was... Um, just quite easy because you can just throw it away then you don't, it's less washing up. I'm sorry, not question. Does the mat go in the basket or in the bottom, bottom part? No, it, goes in, it will go in the basket. In the basket, so okay. Yeah. So somebody very early on in my air fryer days told me that you could make popcorn in a brown paper bag. I just want to say that's a lie. <laughs> I was going to say that doesn't um, sound so It sounded wonderful. The idea was put the kernels and the oil in the bottom of the bag and then put it in the air fryer. What actually happened is that the air lifted the bag directly onto the element oh, and yeah. set fire to the bag. Not a, not a clean up I recommend. So skip that one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, another thing. You must be careful not to put um, paper, like baking paper, over your food. Because what happens is the wind from the air fryer actually sucks it up and it yeah. will, it will suck it it into the element and caught fire. Yeah. yeah. I've tried, um, my one boo boo was those, um, you could buy those chicken in a bag, I think those Robertson's chicken, in it, which I used to do in the oven, and I was like, oh, I'm running out of time, I'm going to do it in the air fryer. It didn't work. It sucked the bag oh, into wow. the element and also melted it. So yeah, no. <laughs> After you were on air with me last week, a listener messaged in to say, please talk about cleaning the vent of the air fryer, which is something nobody has ever spoken about to me, and I haven't, I confess, I haven't looked at online. Do you do that? Uh, I haven't. We'll have to speak to the air fryer manufacturers to find that out there. I don't know. I'm sure if you can Google it, I've never thought of doing the vent. Yeah. How do you clean, what do you use to clean the inside? The normal inside is just... Um, um, just warm water and sunlight so okay. um, and the element as well sometimes if you do something that's full of fat and it um, spatters up onto the element um, you, you also you just um, it's just warm water and soap on a cloth and just let it soak for a bit and I yeah. of doing that I'm so glad you mentioned that okay so in the top as well as the bottom yeah, yeah. Cool. okay and also don't be lazy like, like a lot of people cook things in the air fryer and they just take it out and then forget to clean the air fryer. Yeah. So yeah, you must clean it off because obviously the quicker you clean it, the less the aggressive you have to be. Grime is going to be So I was, yeah, I did that. I left a few thinking it was relatively clean and it wasn't. And I then had to go in with um, not a steel wool, but the brass version very carefully. Um, and it was not something I was comfortable doing. I've since replaced it. You can get a really nice. Um, plastic version, sort of a soft, oh, yeah. um, it's got almost like little fingers on it, so it gives you an abrasive rub without actually scratching the lining, and I found that's quite good for getting off like the, the dribbles of mayonnaise and things like that. Yeah, because you've got to be yeah. careful, because it is, um, most of them are Teflon yeah. uh, lines, so you don't want to scratch, scratch that. Yeah. And yeah. I've, I've seen on the, some of the air fryer groups people asking, how do I, what do I do, my Teflon is peeling off, so you do okay. need to um, be careful with that, sure. So these are, I think these are done. Um, so they're looking nice and crunchy and um, they'll be beautifully tender. The nice thing with the air fryer, it seems to just keep the meat so tender. If you, I mean, I never thought of cooking a, a chop or a steak 
Uh, and that's one of the things I tried when I started developing recipes for the book. And it's, it's just amazing how, how tender the meat comes out. And you get crisp. I did lamb chops the other night. You get a beautiful crispy finish on the fat, but the meat is still really moist. It doesn't dry it out as much as the other. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely not. So you're yeah. doing the testing. So I'll, yeah. <laughs> You, oh, you can try some. Not okay. If, if we can, I think we should let audience members try. Because I'm not worried about having crumbs in my teeth for the rest of the night. But I'll, so after we finish talking, I'll cook the rest, and then um, the people can come and try some. Okay, yeah. great, great. And maybe we can carry talking so long, and then I'll do okay. some more. But as you can see, it's very quick. Um, I could have done two layers, and then you would have, you know, have enough for for your dinner in ten minutes. So on the two layer, I've only got a basket one, so I've only ever yes. done one layer at a time. Yeah. Is there a difference between the top and the bottom and the, the, the pace at which they cook? Do you need to rotate them between um, the shots? Uh, I'm not actually sure. Yeah, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> no, yeah. I think it's fine because as long as there's, a, cause there's quite a lot of space in between, so as long as the air is flowing around nicely. I mean, I'm sure the top one is going to maybe be a bit, bit more golden. Yeah, uh, but then you can yeah you could just swap the shelves if it was a big deal to like get everything the same colour. Yeah. Now, when it comes to baking, um, obviously that's not as big as an oven. You can't fit a whole sheet of cookies in no. and a big, huge, enormous pie. But I mean, you've got recipes in here for muffins, for little tartlets. Mm. How do you actually hold the shape of those inside the air fryer? What would you use? Uh, the, the muffins and the cupcakes. You actually buy um, silicone muffin cups. Uh, you can get, I got mine at Pip, Pip Home Store. Um, so they just, they're firm enough to actually hold the shape because obviously you can't put a muffin tray or a yeah. cupcake tray and it's not big enough. So you just um, use these little silicone, you can put your batter straight into the silicone or put a paper lining into the silicone cup and then. Okay, so yeah. if you make cupcakes for school, yeah. you do them in the paper yes. and then just do them in batches. Yes, so okay. Yeah. But I mean, that is the one thing with the air fryer. Obviously, it is smaller. So you can't, I mean, you've got to be realistic about what you're going to, if you want to bake a whole batch for the whole class, then I would probably just do it in the yeah. oven. Yeah. But if somebody arrives on your doorstep unexpectedly for tea, you can exactly. whip up six. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about the baking. You've obviously had great success with brownies. What else have you baked very successfully? <laughs> yeah, the brownies worked very well. Um, we, yeah, we did the, we, the puddings actually were quite nicely. The Marlboro pudding is amazing. Um, it, it seems like with the air fryer, the sort of wetter batters, if I can say it like that, the more moist kind of things work really well. So, um, you know, the Malva pudding, uh, we did a, um, a Mosbolaki bread and butter pudding, and uh, that worked really yummy. Yeah, the Malva, as you can't see in the back. And the one that really surprised me is this one. Oh, the malt tart. A malt tart. A whole malt tart. Uh, I mean, and as you said, the pastry, I wouldn't have. Yeah. Why I didn't think that you could do pastry because it makes sense it would cook it beautifully. It does. Circulating air yes. evenly throughout. Mm. You're probably going to get a better result from most ovens. But I mean, in, in terms of do you blind bake uh, a pastry shell? Yes, I did yeah. blind bake that one, um, but only for a few minutes because it, it's so much quicker. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it, it was quite amazing. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> So the one that my children have just discovered is the toasted sami. Oh yes. Which uh, again, I didn't ever think of doing, um, and there is a recipe for it. But in, would you want to talk the audience through what what you do to make a toasted sami in an air fryer? So it's um, really quick and <laughs> easy. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I, I, I was in East London now the other day because um, I had my thirtieth school reunion. 
Um, and my no, Swami school. <laughs> my friend um, doesn't cook, so her son loves to cook, and he does all the cooking. And she wanted to make supper for me. She said, "My friend, I know you're a chef, but I, don't, I really can't cook." So I said, "Just make toasted salmis in the air fryer." So she's like, "What? You can make toasted salmi in the air fryer, and it, it really is so quick. It's just like making a normal toasted salmi, but you put it in the air fryer eight minutes, and you, it gives you this beautiful." crunchy exterior with a you know, delicious, gooey, cheesy middle, but obviously you can fill it with whatever you yeah. want. But I mean, you know, it's just, it's actually nicer than doing it in a, in a pan or in a toast. The big appeal to me is the cleanup afterwards, that you don't have to go there with a little earbud trying to get bits of melted cheese out of the, oh, okay. the molded, oh, I've got, you can tell I've got a very old machine, right? Um, but I mean, the cleanup is so much easier to take that out yes. and soak it in some hot water and yeah. be done with it than trying to scrape out the bits and not get the plug weight and all of that. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Now, when it comes to roasts, um, obviously the whole roast chicken, that's one of the things most yeah. people have heard about. Yeah. I was quite staggered to see a, a roast pork belly. Yes. And did the cracking turn out well? Yeah, that was actually Lindsay. Where's Lindsay? Mm. I didn't actually have a recipe for, um, for a pork roast. Um, just because I had gone with the quicker, easier things, and then Lindy said, can't you do a, a pork belly roast? So I said, okay, yeah, let's try one. So that was something I hadn't tried before. And we, I quickly did a recipe and realized it's, it takes half the time that it would in the oven, or less than half the time. And the nice thing with the air fryer and with fatty things, it, it, it lets that fat all drip into the bottom. Um, and Come, and the, the crackling comes out really crispy and crunchy, so it's it's really amazing. I must try because it's the one it's the one roast I haven't quite managed yeah. to sell my kids on because they don't like it if the fat is okay properly. Yeah. So that yeah. sounds like a brilliant one. Yeah. And I mean, okay, so if you do a whole roast, then the question begs: Okay, what do you do with the roast? If you want a roasted veggies, yeah. Uh, then you're going to want an oven on to do everything together, right? Or do you yeah. still I, do everything in there? Yeah, I think. That's the one drawback. Like I said, it's it, this, the capacity is a bit smaller. So um, if you're doing something like that, then you you are going to have to do that, and then do um, after that while the meat's resting, then you do your. But you, then you can do just some quick roasted veggies. I think we did roasted pears um, and fennel to go with our roast. So then it's okay. It's an extra 20 minutes that you must then cook, cook your side dishes for. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, you nowadays get even the the air fries with the two drawers mm. so then i guess you can do your roast on the one side and your veggies on the other side so, so mine is the basket kind but there's a little dividing oh, strip okay, yes. you can drop in yeah and um the rest of the family was traveling this week it was just my daughter and i at home so i did the chips first then did the schnitzels and then at the end just put that strip in between okay. dividing and reheated everything for two minutes and yeah. it came out yeah perfect i think it's yeah. still it's definitely still quicker than doing it in the yeah. oven so. yeah. okay um, the last thing I want to mention before we open to the full questions, the roasted cauliflower in this book. Oh my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> cauliflower in my house has only ever been cauliflower cheese or cauliflower cheese or cauliflower cheese. Mm. We love cauliflower cheese. But the roasted cauliflower, it was crispy, the flavour was really intense. Mm. But it was sprinkling of parmesan cheese which gave it a nice golden crust. Yes. Was that something you made up or did somebody suggest it to you? Because I mean that rest, uh, that rest no, is genius. Yeah, most of the things are made up. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's just made up, yeah. 
Okay. Um, but <laughs> so I love cauliflower and I love cauliflower cheese. So it was like, that's the one thing with air fry. Saucy things, you, you then would have to go and make your sauce because yeah. you can't really do a sauce in the yeah. air fry. Yeah. So you've got to think of other things and obviously crunchy toppings like um, the parmesan mm -hmm. or like breadcrumbs works really so well. So I don't know how well you can see the photograph, but it goes, it literally does go this beautiful, gorgeous, crispy golden brown and then inside really tender. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually just served it in the end as a salad at room temperature yeah. with a bit of a herb dressing on the side. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was, it felt virtuous, healthy, <laughs> good, even though it was cottage cheese. <laughs> okay, I'd love to open to the floor for any questions. Um, do you want to take one of these microphones from us and then we'll let Louisa do the answering? Okay. There we go. Just raise your hand if you've got a question, please. Okay. You're not doing it with cheese sauce, you're doing it with sauce. Does it become nice and charred and, and black? Like they add it on multiple Yes, sauce. yeah. So it gets that same effect that you'd have in the oven. Yes. So that, like, because a cauliflower should go really, really long. Yeah. That, that's quite exciting to me. And then the other thing is, you don't just tinfoil it in there ever. You want the air to circulate through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So never, never lining it with tinfoil. And then my third question is, um, if you're doing a, a tart, how would you, where would you put the tart into? I mean, can you use, what do you use to make a tart? Uh, I just use the normal um, uh, uh, tartan. Uh, so anything can go in Yeah, in so basically if it's oven proof, um, then it's, um, yeah, the one we used actually was a very nice one. It has, uh, it's got actually the little perforated holes in the, um, in the you know, it's a, a loose, spot, uh, what do you call it, a loose bottom, yeah, the loose bottomed, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's actually got perforated, so it even makes the pastry more crisp. Um, and then you, but you can even use the I use the foil, the disposable ones as well. Yeah, those also work well. I just had a look at your pork belly recipe. Yeah, sugar. Oh, just to, yeah, just to, to caramel, just to give it that little bit of caramelization, just to give it that. Um, and also, I just find with pork, um, sweet flavors work quite well. So whether you're going to use honey or, or brown sugar, it just, yeah, just helps it caramelize and give that little bit of extra sweet flavor. It will still go crispy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. So yeah, more flavor, I suppose, as well. Any other questions? <laughs> Thank you, that was so elucidating. Um, is the air fryer set to take over from the microwave in the kitchen? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, uh, oh, ooh, I'm breaking the floor down here. <laughs> yeah, I must say, I use my microwave a lot less now. That, although, to be honest, I mean, our microwave is really just for heating up and for my son to make his microwave popcorn. So um, the red, but yeah, I think I think the air fryer is a lot more useful than the, the microwave for sure because it keeps the food crisp and you can actually like make real food in it. The microwave, you know, it doesn't really, it's, yeah, really more for for reheating, I guess. It also cooks really evenly compared to the microwave. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I think it's definitely going to be. A hit. It's, well, it is already a hit. <laughs> Everyone has an air fryer. So, where does one get the knowledge as to what to buy besides the size? Mm. Because if just before COVID, I'd heard about the air fryer and I saw something on Take a Lot, so I'd 
walked to it, I thought it was an air fryer, mm -hmm. but it was actually a metalware to glass or something oh, okay. that looked like an air fryer. Okay. And then COVID hit and we couldn't shelter or whatever. Um, but how does one find out what one should actually buy? Because there are so many. There are so many. Um, you know, I think you've just got to. There are a couple of these air fryer groups, I don't know if you've got Facebook, but there's these air fryer groups and there's a lot of times people asking questions, exactly that question, and then everyone kind of gives their two cents worth. Um, so, I mean, for me, whenever I'm going to buy something, I do a bit of research and I go and look at reviews that people have written and I ask around and just see who's using what, has anyone got recommendations. They are, um, I suppose Philips has been around from the beginning, so that is a very good make. Um, like I say, I did all of my all of these um, recipes were done in the um, Cambrook air fryers, and they are affordable and they are good quality. So I mean, I think it just depends on your budget and uh, you know what you look. Some of them, some of them do a lot of other um, more more um, advantageous or <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, some of them are more higher grade. Let's put it that way. So, um, and then obviously more expensive. Mm. So, I went to a friend today and she had one, but it cost four and a half thousand. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. So, I mean, yeah. So, if yeah. I could just interject here, I actually asked Wendy Nola, the consumer journalist, to do some research into which ones are selling oh, best. Okay. And she's giving feedback on my show tomorrow. To oh, wow. okay. The reason being that there has been, unfortunately, there was a scam. A lot of people fell for the tiny air fryers where they were promised them at a really good price, under a thousand rand. Oh, okay. And for the first month or two, the guy managed to deliver, and then the wheels fell off. Oh, and a year later, people haven't received them. So we need to do a follow-up on that tomorrow, and I asked her as an aside to go and ask Hershey's and Macro and the like which models are selling best. That would be very So she might have some insight. Um, I'm not quite sure what to expect, but mm. yeah. We'll listen in. <laughs> but I mean, it, again, Black Friday, four weeks away, if you yes. are going to want to buy one, yeah. I really recommend do your homework now and yeah. see what they're selling for now so that you don't fall for the 50% off, but you're actually paying 500 more than what it was in July. Um, do a bit of research, but I agree with you, the Facebook groups are yeah. a huge resource. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to know if anybody listening is already experimenting and has done something very creative with an air fryer that we haven't mentioned yet, even if it happened completely by accident. <laughs> Somebody in the front row? <laughs> No, it's just um, if you like roast vegetables, I often will take take courgettes and then I'll slice them in half and then again in half. Uh, marinate in a little bit of oil, garlic, chili, um, a little bit of oil, just a really small amount, and then air fry for um, eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a hundred and ninety now I'm doing it, yeah. and it works really well. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, we'll try that one. Yeah, I find that um, roasted vegetables really work beautifully. And that's another thing I didn't really used to make that often because the, the oven takes so much electricity. And now, to do a quick roasted vegetable, you know, roasted brinjal, roasted peppers, it's, oh, I, I love it for that. It's so nice. Yeah. Anybody else got questions? Please just raise a hand. Hi there, 
Okay, um, I just wanted to ask you, um, I do use instance mushrooms in the air fryer, it works out beautifully, but as soon as I put grated cheese on top, the cheese flies off the top. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in fact, if you, if you Google uh, what not to do in the air fryer, that's one of the things that comes up. People say don't put grated cheese because it flies up. Um, what I've found is I'll start pre-cooking my, my dish, like I think the cauliflower for example, we, we first cook it for a bit first and so then when it's hot and you put some, the cheese on it melts straight away and then you put it back in just for the end, just for the cheese to um, turn golden. So then it doesn't fly because now it's already kind of, yeah. Because that is the thing with the air fryer, it's, it's fast circulating air that's blowing around. So. Even um, things like spices, you can't just spice your food, and you must boil it first and then put the spice on, otherwise the spice flies off as well. <laughs> so yeah, and light ingredients, you can't, you, you've got to be, you can't put very light things in because it, they literally get sucked up onto that element. So yeah. I'm just, there is a, a, crumb, a stuffed mushroom recipe in this book, yeah. and um, I'm just having a look here, and I see you, done it. you, you cook the mushroom, yeah. and then only at the end, yes. add the, the crumbs and a little bit of oil before the cheese goes on, so yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay, flying cheese, flying <laughs> spices, any other perils and pitfalls we should be aware of? Uh, don't cook popcorn in the air fryer. Yeah, not really. Um, I mean, I... I I prefer to use it um, for, for quick things and so I mean I wouldn't um, I mean we do do the whole roast chicken but it does take quite a long time um, so I think just you know stick with ingredients that work in an air fryer so everything that's that's um, especially ingredients like that's why the chicken wings and things are so popular because it's it's got a little bit of skin and a little bit of fat so it just comes out so Delicious and juicy and crispy. So you just got to be like, yeah, not do um, ingredients that are, are just unrealistic. You know? The one thing we haven't spoken about is fish, and I don't want anyone to think that you can't do it. I mean, there are plenty of recipes in here, and more than just crumped fish sticks, which yeah, we all yeah. know works brilliantly. But even prawns you've yeah. done, and they're so quick as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, prawns. Uh, um, normal Phillips of fish, uh, we've got a couple of recipes there. They cook very quickly and very easily yeah. so, um, and stay nice and succulent. So, Have you had any success with calamari? Because that's the one thing I, I haven't, haven't, haven't tried to manage to be honest. Because I'm already a bit nervous of calamari. It's just always, <laughs> always seems to go tough. I know like you've got to cook it really quickly. And, yeah. Yeah. So I, I haven't tried it in the air fryer. It, it apparently can be done. So maybe for the next book. <laughs> I'm going to have to give another, another batch. Okay. We've got another question. Um, I just want to share my experience. I um, used my air fryer to um, with my cake tin, and I took the inner pan out and put the cake tin in. I've got a Phillips, and closed the drawer, and it worked very well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I actually haven't tried it without the um, the drawer. So yeah, that's something I'll, I'll also still try. <laughs> Good. Uh, just a couple of questions, please. The first question is: um, Would you add a little bit of water to the to the basket itself, so it helps with the fat and yes. um, 
which is that a recommendation or not? Yeah, that is one of the tips, um, because especially if it's something like that pork roast, um, it's very fatty. So as soon as that fat starts collecting at the bottom, it generates smoke, and that's what starts coming out of the air vent. So um, if you do just put a little bit of water at the bottom of the, underneath, um, it, it does help with that. Yeah. For everything or just when you're doing fatty foods? Uh, I've only done it with the, the fatty things. So um, I haven't tried it with, with just normal cooking, but I guess it would just make, it cause a bit of steam, which might keep the food moist. Yeah. And then with regards to the oil, um, if you go to pick and power checkers, you get the spray oils in, in the can. Would you use that? Because your oil that you're using, is that a made-up oil? Or do you buy it like that in that um, That is just um, canola oil that I put in there. Um, some of the... the, some of the um, tips that I read was you can put a little bit of water in that oil just to help prevent the spray thing from clogging. Um, so you, I have done that before you can do that. Um, I, I haven't sprayed, I don't know, I'm a bit weird about spraying chemicals on my food. I do use the spraying to, to, to spray the, um, the, the cake tin, you know, so that the food comes up, but I haven't sprayed it on my food. I, I don't know if I would do that. I guess and that's um, the better option then. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd rather just go with some olive oil or, or canola oil. Brilliant, thanks very much. Thank you. Any other final questions? No, they want more wine. <laughs> <laughs> they want the brownies. Um, yeah, well, I'm sure lots of you are going to want to buy the book, and Louise, I'm sure you're going to be happy to stay and chat to people and yes, sign copies for them. But I just wanted to say, firstly, thank you so much for such a great turnout tonight. It shows you how incredibly popular this device has become, and with good reason when you taste what's on the table. Um, but thank you. It's so nice to have a local, yeah, local <laughs> air frying Bible to turn to that's got local ingredients, everything's recognizable, everything's in. <laughs> Temperatures we understand and know how to cook with, and I think you've done an absolutely amazing job of adapting some really unexpected things. So, um, if you haven't been inspired by what you've heard, have a look at the book because uh, I'm sure you will be. Thanks. That you're going to find something in here uh, to start with, and good luck. And it is a, a process of trial and error yes. in the beginning. Um, just remember, no popcorn, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd also just like to thank everyone for coming. It's really amazing. Uh, that all of you have come out, so thank you very much. And thank you, Pippa, for um, being so gracious to have me on your radio show and for coming to interview me um, And then just thank you to my team, um, to Lindy, to Jean, Hannes, who's my right-hand man, who did all my styling and was the creative input for the cover designs and everything in the book, so he's, um, yeah, <laughs> he's done an amazing job. And then Donna, she's over there, did all the beautiful photography. And I think Billy did the retouching, where's he? I think he's here as well. Thank you, Billy. <laughs> and um, yeah, so thank you so much. And I think he's Mickey gone. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, thank you. And then also to my other boss, Tarina. She's also here joining us today. Um, I also work for Ideas Magazine and I do all the food for them and I have for years. So, um, so And Ed, our other photographer is also here. So thank you, my workmates and my friends that have come and my husband. <laughs> and anyone else I forgot. <laughs> thank you very much and thank you so much for uh, supplying us with the camera scan. Everyone, enjoy the rest.